You are listening to Natural Born Alchemist. Welcome to episode number 321 of the Natural Born Alchemist podcast. My name is Alex and I'll be your host. It's the year 2022 and it's fall. And you are listening to this episode in the future. It could be two days from now in the future. Or it could be 20 years from now in the future. And the reason I'm mentioning that is because... um, This episode is going to be a bit about the future. Drink some tea here. (coughs) Yeah. And it's going to be... What's it called? Fast and loose, off the cuff. Um, And I'm going to talk a bit about the future. So we've already established that you're listening to this episode in the future, right? And I have no idea. I cannot predict what the future is but you listening you are in the present in your perspective and I'm in the present in my perspective but when we look at the timeline of history you are in fact listening to me speaking these words in from my perspective in the future and from your perspective I'm speaking from the past So in a sense, you could say that you are right now listening to a voice echoing echoing to your your ears ears from from the the past past or from from the the past. past. When I speak English, I can never really decide if I'm going to go British or American. I I know I mix it up and I do that sometimes on purpose, but I like to say past and path. Uh, But I also like to say past and path. Uh, so excuse me if that makes it sound weird. But let's not get off topic. Right, so you're listening to this uh, in the future. And why am I talking about this? Well, I'm very curious to know, and I wish you could answer me, because you can't. Because that's the thing with the past and the future. We cannot communicate. Not directly. The only thing we can do is I can send out to your ears wisdom and warnings from the past. And you can take them to heart or ignore them. That's the only way we can communicate. It's a one-way street, unfortunately. But I would like to know what uh, the world, you listening to this, What world you're in right now. The not so cynical part of my my intellect. Imagines that you are listening to this. Let's pretend you're listening to this 10 years from now. And you're listening to it. In a world where you have the right to. As long as you don't hurt anybody else. You have the right to do what the hell you want. That's the hopeful, that's the positive uh, vision I have of the future. Unfortunately, 
we also have a thing called reality. And reality is often not as positive as that. And that's where my cynical side comes out. So I'm a bit worried, in fact. I'm very worried. And I hope I am very, very wrong about this. But I'm very worried that you listening to this in the future are listening to it. I don't even know how you got the technology to listen to it. But you're listening to this podcast episode in a world that's been ravaged by war. A world that's just survived a horrible, horrible global conflict between huge empires trying to gain control. Perhaps even a world where you need to be masked and uh, hidden away from the radioactive debris that is floating around all over the place. Yes, you could be listening to this episode in a post-nuclear world war world. And that I hope I am very, very wrong about indeed, because I have kids. And uh, I recently uh, <clears throat> got banned from Twitter. It wasn't a permanent ban, it was a temporary ban. Uh, Twitter has been a difficult experience for me. Even lost some uh, good friends I had. Uh, I thought I had uh, good friends. Uh, I lost them because... I don't think either they didn't understand me tweeting or I didn't... Well, it is actually their fault because they're the ones who blocked me. I, I never blocked them. So it is they didn't understand me tweeting, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, what I, The reason I have a problem sometimes with Twitter is... I, I, when I use Twitter, the reason I even have Twitter is I was thinking like, okay... I want to promote the podcast. I want to have listeners, you know. Uh, I need to have uh, a presence on Twitter. So I, I signed up to Twitter and I started posting the episodes there and sharing links and stuff like that. And eventually, you know, I like I started using Twitter not as the Natural Born Alchemist podcast. I started using it as me, you know, like, you know, just using social media. Uh, because I had, uh, I don't really use Facebook or, or Instagram much at all, and I, I really hate social media. But I did like Twitter. The reason I liked Twitter was because it, 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 it's written, you know, like Facebook and Instagram. It's all about pictures, and it, it's so like superficial. Uh, on Twitter, you could like have discussions and debate and that. And I, I think that's pretty... F I, I like having debates. I like discussions. I like discussing with people I don't agree with. Um, that's the only time... Or that's the only way I can change my opinion about something. Most of the time, you know, I, I don't change my opinion uh, because I have some opinions that are carved in stone. Uh, not because I'm narrow-minded, but because um, they're part of who I am. Uh, so, uh, for instance, my opinion about wanting a world with an anar anarchic 
system where there are no leaders, where you can do what the hell you want without somebody telling you you can't do that. But anyway, uh, but when it comes to certain like smaller opinions like the death penalty or abor- abortion rights or whatever it could be, you know, like I, I have at times changed my mind on those uh, more specific topics because I've been discussing with somebody. But when it comes to Twitter, for uh, most of the, uh, when it comes to Twitter, most of the time, people cannot debate on Twitter, and I have noticed this uh, quite a lot. Is that if somebody on Twitter says something, like, for instance, let's pretend that they say, "We must defeat Russia at all costs." And if you know if you don't know this uh, because you're living in the future in 2022 uh, Russia uh, attacked Ukraine so there's like a Ukrainian Russian war uh, what this war if this war is just going to go away or if it's going to go become a third world war who knows but right now in my present moment it's 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 a conflict between these countries okay Uh, so then you have people on Twitter saying uh, we must stop Russia at all costs. So then I say, wait a minute, uh, what do you mean about at all costs? Uh, there are certain costs I'm not willing to to pay for if it concerns stopping Russia. One of those costs would be a global nuclear war. Yeah, that would be a cost I'm not willing to pay for. And when I say that, what is their what is the rebuttal? What is their counter argument to me saying that? Well, they go to my profile on Twitter and they read about who I am and then they say something about me, like you've taken too many psychedelics or Uh, stop believing in anarchy or uh, go make another podcast episode and shut up. Uh, that's something called ad hominem. And it seems to me that 90% of the population on Twitter or maybe in the whole world, they cannot discuss a topic without making it personal. They als- always have to attack me as an individual. Uh, and... Uh, It is at those times that I win. Because if your only argument against what I said is to attack me as an individual, then you have no argument. On the other hand, if you would have argued what I said, that I don't want a nuclear war, uh, if you had argued that point and said something, I I, I can't even imagine what it could be, but (laughs) you said something that... Uh, makes sense and uh, is against my point of not wanting a nuclear war, then you are arguing the issue, or the issue, as they say in in the UK. Uh, that's fine. I'm, I'm ready to listen. But if you argue me as a person, uh, you're losing. It's a losing battle. Anyway... Uh, The reason I'm telling this story is because I was in an argument with an account called We Love NATO. (laughs) And um, 
I said something along the lines of that. Uh, in fact, I'm not gonna say along the lines of. I'm actually gonna read the tweet that got me banned. And before I read the tweet, uh, I I do acknowledge that it was not smart of me to use the word retarded. Uh, I I I love that word. Uh, I always use that word and. Uh, I often get in trouble for using that word. I think it's stupid. I think it's highly retarded that I can't use that word. Um, anybody who thinks I'm talking about mentally challenged people when I say retarded, they are ableists because they are walking around uh, with a very strange perspective. But that's not uh, what I want to talk about uh, but I am aware that I, I said retarded, so maybe I shouldn't have done that. It would have been more strategic not to. But anyway, I say what I say because I can say what the hell I want, uh, in my opinion. But anyway, the tweet goes like this. We all know what is truly retarded. The millions of retards that vote and support war-mongering leaders on both sides. Perhaps none deserve to fucking exist. Good riddance. That way I and others can live in peace without all this retarded bullshit. That's what I said. And it could sound harsh, but you also have to rem uh, remember that I this, is a, this tweet is a reply to another tweet. Uh, and that tweet said that... Uh, uh, my my views were retarded, so that's the reason I I I, I said uh, we all know what is truly retarded. You know the re they used the word retarded, so that's why I kept using it. You know. So anyway, uh, my what I want to say with this what I wanted to say with this tweet is uh, the truly retarded thing is not that a person who wants the war to end is not a Putin lover. It's not a Russia Russian propagandist. Uh, a person who wants the war to end is not retarded. What is retarded is that everybody are supporting and voting for the warmongering leaders that are behind this war. And I don't blame Russia only. I blame Russia 100%. I blame Ukraine 100%. I blame NATO 100% and I blame uh, the United States 100% um, I was very tempted to say 101% but anyway <laughs> I blame them all equally and uh, if all the millions of people who vote for the leaders in these countries uh, who are behind this conflict uh, believe in their side and think the other side is evil and uh, maybe we deserve a nuclear war. Maybe we should all just die and hopefully I'll survive and hopefully these evil empires, the Russian Empire, the American Empire, the European Empire, maybe they, if they all get nuked to oblivion and I somehow manage to escape, maybe then I and people like myself that believe in harmony and peace, can live in peace without all this retarded bullshit. 
that's what I said, and that's what why I got banned. Now, when I got banned, I knew uh, people had um, reported this tweet, uh, and uh, so I looked at all the other people I had had this discussion with, and all of them ins- insulted me. Said, you're a fucking idiot, you're retarded, you're a Russian propagandist, you're a Russian apologist. They all had like insults uh, thrown at me. So I reported every single one of those tweets and I reported them as uh, insulting tweets to me as a person. And Twitter got back to me uh, and I also... Uh, of course, the tweet I made, I, I also said that uh, it wasn't in, in breach of any any uh, rules because I didn't actually call a single person retarded. I, I, I talked in gen- in general terms. and But anyway, it could, uh, let's say I did break the rules. All right, fine. I got banned. But every single one of those other tweets that I uh, reported... Uh, Twitter said that they had not broken the rules. So apparently, if a person is against war, if a person doesn't buy the official narrative of the West, the NATO-US empire narrative when it comes to this war, uh, that is breaking the rules. But to insult somebody and call them an idiot, that's that's completely fine. And uh, I know that's bullshit because... Um, if I would go on Twitter and just start tweeting at everybody, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, I would eventually get banned. So it kind of shows that uh, Twitter is a biased operation. Now, this podcast episode is not going to be about Twitter. Uh, the only reason I, I mention this, the only reason I bring it up is because uh, I find it fascinating that people so quickly can be not against war, but for war. And that they're so brainwashed that they cannot see the forest because of all the trees. Uh, I do not understand this. And it was the same with with the pandemic. Same kind of situation. What we have here is a world of bootlickers, and it's a shame. I suspect many who listen to this podcast are not bootlickers, um, but uh, so maybe I'm preaching to the choir. Um, I wrote a short little uh, thing I put on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to read it now. Uh, it sums up my views on, on, on all of this. Okay, war, not what it seems. I took the position at the very start that we cannot blame any player any more or any less than the other. If we know our history and if we judge events unbiased, then it is clear that the NATO empire and the Russian and the Chinese empires are all equally at fault. Like with COVID-19, the narrative is pumped out strong. Just like with the pandemic, those that won't buy it are shamed or harshly put down. It's so fucking funny. Is this a fucking joke? I never thought I'd see so many leftist people demand war. 
leftist people are supposed to be against war. That's uh, That's been my life experience. But now, apparently, they demand it. And even at times, they're okay with nuclear response. What a clown world this has become. I recently got a temporary ban on Twitter for such views, as I just said. You're viewed as a Russian fanboy if you take the position that all involved in the conflict are evil scumbags and that peace is and diplomacy is what's most important even if it doesn't make it fair for everyone. If you have that position, you're a Russian fanboy apparently. But from my perspective, it's because that, that, that's the argument they have. If we bow to Russia and allow them to take, take parts of Ukraine, we allow them to win and uh, they m- must not win. But my position is, look, let's stop putting fuel on the fire. Let's just end this war as soon as possible. Let's just calm the fuck down, okay? The injustices of the fact that Russia took part of Ukraine, we can sort that out later. We can continue diplomacy. We can fix. That's a small problem to fix. We can fix it. With time and patience, we can fix it. What we cannot fix is if the stupid idea comes true that there could be a world war or nukes dropped again. Uh, If that happens, uh, we cannot fix it as easily. I mean, that's a problem I don't want to fix, all right? And if we cannot, as a race, get behind the idea that peace now, no matter what, is most important. We must, we might as well go fucking extinct. So, in short, everybody should just calm the fuck down. Everybody should just calm down. Right now, in, there's like a revolution going on in Iran. Uh, Russian politicians and, and uh, European and... Uh, American politicians are screaming about nukes threatening each other. Uh, there's uh, sh- North Korea shooting missiles across uh, uh, over y- Japan. China wants to take Taiwan, and America says if they try to take Taiwan, uh, you know, shit's going to co- go down. I mean, th- this is the recipe for a fucking world war where the biggest players all have nukes. I mean. Calm the fuck down. The biggest joke of all of this is they're fighting over territories. They're fighting over territories, over like borders on a round world. (laughs) It's a joke. It's a joke. There's nothing I detest more than a border. I think we should scrap all countries. No countries. Just have different cultures mingling and living wherever they want to live. Why, why can't we do that? Patriotism is going to be the end of all of us if we don't watch, watch ourselves. Uh, it's what Einstein said. The measles of mankind. Yeah. When I do these free... F- free flow episodes I'm never sure if I am repeating myself too much Uh, so I hope it's not too annoying 
to listen to. Um, but uh, I feel that I want to do more free flow episodes uh, because I want to. <laughs> Most of the things I do is because I want to, and that that's the reason. Yeah, so um, I'm sure some of you out there are like maybe supporting Ukraine or thinking Russia is evil or maybe you uh, think Russia is good and uh, they're only defending themselves because NATO are NATO has been in, uh, going closer and closer to the Russian border so it's only fair they that they can defend themselves or whatever uh, but uh, my position is that uh, Russia Ukraine the EU and North America and China and North Korea and Japan and Taiwan and all these uh, countries right now they should all just calm the fuck down you're all fighting over garbage none of this matters it's it's pointless it's point it might sound harsh to say that maybe i don't know from my perspective it's the most logical thing you can say uh, just stop fucking around and and to be fair and this now i'm going to sound like uh, uh, i'm working for the kgb uh, that's what people are going to criticize me for, I'm, I'm sure. But let's pretend that Russia was placing uh, nukes and rockets in Mexico. Do you think for a second the United States would be okay with that? No, they wouldn't. They would not be okay with that. So why should Russia be okay with the US doing the same thing on the border of Russia? Uh, so yeah, there, there's no. Uh, I mean, like, it's like with the the Palestinians and the Jews. Like, who 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 has the right to Palestine and Israel, and who came first? And you can discuss that topic all the way back to Jesus Christ. I mean, like Jesus. Uh, who know? Who knows? But um, it's the same with this. Uh, who is at fault? And I say they're all at fault. They're all wrong. Right now, right now, Russia is looking like the bad guy right now. But like two years ago, uh, it was America who was looking like the bad guy in this region of the world because what, what they were doing with the CIA and all the other corrupt shit they were doing and trying to uh, force themselves closer to Russia and take... Uh, uh, take in their and take their NATO positions and that and before that Russia was the bad guy because of X and then before that I mean like who who cares they're all they're both equally bad right and uh, and everybody should be against war just allow Russia to just give fucking Ukraine to Russia just give them Ukraine and just end the war and calm the fuck down it's not fair to the people in Ukraine I understand it's not fun for them uh, I'm sure they don't want to be uh, controlled by Russia uh, but let's just calm down and then we can be begin uh, the hard work of diplomacy and respect and try to liberate the Ukrainian people and allow them to get their country back if they if they if i mean like 
in my utopia, who, who, I mean, who gives a fuck about a country? But I mean, there shouldn't be any countries. But all right, I'm, I understand that's unrealistic. So uh, let's work to get, give the Ukrainian people their country back. And it is possible. It's happened before. There's been many uh, peaceful revolutions where a country has been formed without a single bullet being fired. It's happened many times. So we can do that again. And just wait, you know, Putin's not going to live forever and maybe he dies, maybe there's a new guy coming, he, maybe he has more sense and we can, like, work a deal out, all right? That's better. That's better for all involved. Uh, because if we don't do that, what's going to... Ha- I mean, I'm not saying it's going to end like that, but there's a big chance that uh, if we take the path of war... Uh, it's not going to end well for the Ukrainian people in that situation either. In fact, it's going to be worse. Because if the nukes start dropping, there's no Ukrainian country left to save, alright? Sometimes I wonder if any of these presidents and prime ministers have ever played fucking chess or any strategy game. I mean, that's what they should do. They should, like, they don't have any strategy. I mean... There should be peace at all costs. Uh, That's the most important thing. And if you can't get behind that concept, you deserve a nuclear war. That that is my position. Uh, I am... There's a couple of things like... uh, that I am that will never change. There's a few things that are part of my very being. One of those things is that I completely loathe any form of racism or homophobia or anything where you like put down a person because of their like how they were born. I mean I mean like you can't help how you're born, like, you're born, you, you, that's the cards you were dealt, I mean, like, what the hell are you gonna do about it? Uh, I mean, uh, so yeah, so that's an important thing. Uh, something else that is important to me is that uh, you uh, you shouldn't have a war. <laughs> I mean, like, there should never ever be a war. In fact, war... I mean, I'm against uh, laws. Right? I'm an anarchist, so I don't think there should be any laws. Uh, and uh, people say, well, if there's no law, you know, like, people can murder and kill and everything. And Yeah, well, we've, we've had laws for thousands of years and there's been plenty of war and murder. So I don't know uh, how much that helped. But anyway, my point is that... It, it, if we should have a law, if there should be at least one law, that law should be, there should not be, it should not be legal to have a war. (laughs) You know, like, that should be, like, the first law. No war. And to any soldier out there, uh, don't follow orders. (laughs) Yeah. That's the, let's say World War III starts tomorrow. 
President Biden and uh, Putin, they say, all right, let's get this World War III going. Let's do it. Everybody, start the war. At that moment, if every single soldier disobeyed orders, there would be world peace. Unfortunately, they don't, because there's nothing more disgraceful in society, apparently, than disobeying an order, which is a big problem. That's the reason the Holocaust happened. I mean, like, um, the police and the military, they obeyed. That's why all those Jews were gassed. You should never obey an order. Ever. Especially if it comes from a general or a president. Because they do not have your best interests in mind. Yeah. Is this a depressing episode? If you're listening to this episode in the future and you know the true facts of the outcome of the Russian-Ukraine conflict, then you might say, oh, Alex, you're just being paranoid. Nothing happened. It all worked out. Everything was fine. And if that's the case, I will be the first to say that I'm very happy I was completely wrong. I'm very happy I was paranoid. Uh, I'm very happy about that. I, I, I'm often right. But I'm often right about things that are not good. <laughs> and uh, there's nothing more I wish for than for my fear of a nuclear world war. Uh, I, w I mean, there's nothing more I want than for that to be wrong. We do not want a war. But I have prepared. Uh, for the last year I have uh, been preparing. Because uh, I'm saying like, you know, it's the famous old saying, I'd rather have a gun and not need it, than not have it and need it. So I kind of like done that, you know, like I've been prepping. Food, uh, medicine, uh, protection from radioactive uh, radiation or <laughs> whatever you call it. Uh, you know, like, I'm prepared. I don't know if it's going to help me, but, you know, it's better than nothing, right? Um, I've just ordered, a, a, I don't know what it's called in English, like, a, you know, I got solar panels. Uh, I live in a place where you can't be fully sustained on solar panels, but it does help, even even in winter. Um and I, but the thing is, if, if the power cuts off, if the grid goes down, even if I have solar panels, my house uh, loses its electricity. It's a very st stupid system. I don't know what it's like, why it's like that. But I just today actually ordered this uh, thing that you install. And uh, what it does is, if the grid goes down, my house... If I have some uh, battery left uh, you know, from my solar panel, I have a battery to my solar panels. If I have any power left, uh, it will keep the house going uh, with electricity, uh, which means I will be self-sustained. Now, I, I won't have uh, electricity 24 hours a day, but I will have uh, electricity for 
worst case scenario, a few hours every day. And in a world that has no electricity, uh, that's, uh, oh man, uh, that's like, uh, that's like being the richest person in the world, right? I mean, that's, that, that is true power. Where I live, this community where I live, uh, I live up on a hill, uh, so it's kind of like an eagle's nest, so I can like see all the other houses in the, di in the distance, I mean, um, and, um. Uh, basically, what will happen is they will all be black. It, it will all be dark, but my house will be lit up um, like a beacon of hope. Uh, it's also a beacon of let's go rob those people, which is why I also am uh, trying to get a hold of some guns. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, what was I going with all this? Uh, yeah, I'm preparing, I'm prepping. And I hope to God I don't need any of this. But I want to have it. Uh, because I have kids. You have to be prepared. Uh, but I hope I'm wrong. But let's pretend I'm right. Alright? Let's pretend you're listening to this in the future. And you go, oh man, you just hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what's happened. Uh, fucking, there was a world war. Nukes were dropping. And everything turned to shit. Right? If that happens, uh, I, I promise one thing. First of all, I'm going to do everything I can to survive and protect my children and try to find a, a place where they can live in, uh, you know, be secure. That's number one. But number two is I'm going to be fucking angry, right? I'm going to be fucking angry at everybody. I'm going to be very very angry and if I see a soldier a politician or one of these fucking voting bootlickers walking down the street well I better not say anything else I don't want to incriminate myself but I'm going to be fucking mad alright because this is a beautiful world this is a beautiful world and we could live in heaven. We could enjoy life. We can watch great films, read good books, uh, listen to amazing music. We could make love. We can have families. We can eat good food. We could be hermits or we could be very social. Whatever, whatever you like, you know, everybody has their preference. It could be a, a wonderful place. But no. This world has to be controlled and manipulated by power-hungry, greedy fucking scumbags that many of you uh, vote for. Don't vote. Don't encourage them. It's time to stop voting. It's time... You know what I started doing on Twitter and on social media? Uh, I started blocking uh, politicians and uh, and all these people with power, and I, I had this funny idea that imagine I mean this this would be awesome. Imagine if everybody in social media if if everybody blocked all the politicians, all their accounts, <laughs> then they would all be tweeting. Uh, into the void 
<laughs> They'd be completely irrelevant. They wouldn't have any... They couldn't reach the people population if we all blocked them. They would, like... Uh, where is everybody? Why is nobody liking my tweet? Why... Wh- uh, you know, like, we don't we don't watch the corporate media news. Don't buy those... Don't buy the uh, newspaper. Block them from social media. Just fucking... You know, you know what we should do? We, we, we actually, you know how we win? We should just fucking bully them. I remember in school, and I, and that's another thing I, I despise. I don't hate, I don't like bullies. But there's one thing you can learn from bullies that's very interesting. And that's I- in school. I don't know if you've ever been bullied or been a bully or seen somebody be bullied. Uh, but there's something that girls do that I find uh, it's very. Interesting. See, if you have a girl that's being bullied, what happens is they freeze her out, right? So you have a group of girls, and they don't like this particular girl. So they ignore her. They don't talk to her. They don't look at her. They completely freeze her out. Uh, I don't know. Is it called freeze out? In my language, in my native tongue, that's what you say, freeze out. I'm not sure it's called that in English. But you know, you get what I mean. Like they, they, they like completely like ghost her. Yeah, that's you, they ghost her. And what happens is the person who gets ghost uh, starts feeling alone, becomes depressed, becomes very sad. And um, if things get really bad, they kill themselves. And maybe that's what we should do. We should just fucking ghost governments and corporate media. Just fucking ghost them. And hopefully they get so depressed they just kill themselves. And then good riddance. Let's make our own media. Let's make our own non-government governments. uh, If you could say that. Uh, So that's some food for thought. I hope uh, you got something from it. I did at least, uh, because when I'm riffing and uh, just talking free flow, uh, I get some good ideas, I think. And uh, this idea about ghosting everybody that are acting like complete assholes right now, trying to nuke the whole world, sounds like a good idea. (sighs) Hmm. The only thing I'm worried about in a nuclear post-nuclear war is the internet. Like uh, that's the only thing I haven't prepped. Uh, you know, I I need to get some sort of uh, Starlink kind of hookup or some sort of like way to get online um, because I'm sure the the way I get on the internet now won't work. So uh, that's something I should do. Uh, I I gotta gotta look into that and. Uh, I want to conclude by saying that uh, I hope I'm wrong. But we should still ghost those motherfuckers because, you know, look at history, how much, how, how many wars, how much shit's been going down, how much suffering they fucking caused, and we keep voting for them. Just fuck them all. There's not a single politician. I don't care who you name. They're all the same. I don't like any of them. Not even the ones you consider to be the best ones. They're all. In, at the end of the day, 
you know, it's like talking about pedophiles, you know, you have all these horrible pedophiles. But then there's one pedophile who's really good. He hasn't even, he hasn't even raped anybody yet. He, th- he only thinks about it and he also recycles and uh, it's nice to cat or it's nice to cats. But you know what? He's still a fucking pedophile. So he's still a, or she is still a politician. So that's my, my view on that. But uh, I don't really have anything to conclude with. Uh, I guess uh, I've rambled on enough. Uh, why don't you uh, follow me on social media? Why don't you uh, support the podcast? Become a patron. I keep lose. I, g- I I lose more patrons than I gain because I've been so inactive on pa- on, on that website. But I got shit to do, and uh, I, I I hope uh, the content I put out on the podcast is enough. Uh, and uh, so I hope you can, if you you know, you can give one dollar a month. I mean, why not? If you enjoy it. Uh, and uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I really appreciate if you do. <coughs> hey, this is Anthony Tyler, host of Black Hoodie Alchemy on the Fringe FM. You can catch me every Monday evening, 6 p.m. Pacific time, where we uh, talk about the dark side of metaphysics and we'll chill a little bit. Uh, And you can catch me the day after on Spotify or Apple or Amazon or wherever else you stream your podcasts. If you've ever wondered what someone like Carl Jung might say about serial killers or perhaps cryptids, then this is the show for you. Skeptical, yet open-minded, empirical, but philosophical. We are going to talk about some really weird stuff, so I hope you join me on Black Hoodie Alchemy. Take it easy. I'm going to close with a song that uh, I've been watching these uh, speedrunning videos of all things. You know, like if you play a video game like Super Mario Brothers, you can speedrun it. Like you can try and finish the whole game in the shortest amount possible. And this, apparently there's a whole community about uh, with speedrunners out there. And you can get a world record in that. And there's, there's this YouTube channel called Summoning Salt that... And they, they're most, I mean, they make, docu- um, the guy summoning salt, whatever his name is, he makes like documentaries about how people achieve the world record of a certain game in speed running. And if you're not into video games or anything, it, it might sound like boring as fuck. But the way he makes the videos is really interesting and it's really exciting and you like... Uh, yeah, I recommend them. I, re- I recommend them. Uh, might sound, uh, might not sound like your cup of tea, but I, I think they're pretty cool. Anyway, I'm going to play uh, the song that uh, Summoning Salt always uses in his videos because I love it. And it's called uh, We're Finally Landing from a band called Home. So please enjoy the song. And as always, freedom is in the mind.